Welcome to the American Riviera Bank Regional Pulse. My name is Lori Murray. I am the Residential Lending Manager for American Riviera Bank, and I'm here today with Jackie Walters, who is a realtor with Village Properties, and we will be discussing South Coast real estate as a home and investment. Welcome, Jackie. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Jackie has been a realtor a uh, successful agent in Santa Barbara for over 30 years. Jackie closely watches the market stats and trends and is a regular writer for the real estate market for the Santa Barbara News Press. She lives in Santa Barbara with her husband, Dave, two children, two dogs, and a cat. That's, Welcome, Jackie. That's right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So we're talking today about South Coast real estate. We'll save North Coast real estate, which is also in the American Riviera Bank footprint for another podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, so today, though, we want to just really specifically talk about the Santa Barbara, Goleta, Carpinteria, Montecito market, because that's where we are and that's what you specialize in. And can you give us a brief history of the Santa Barbara market, say, for the past 20, 20 years and elaborate on the market today versus the Past trends. Yes. Um, so that's a great question. That's a great topic to start out with because um, we really are in kind of a new phase, and by um, by new phase, I mean um, we've seen several cycles over the past couple of decades where we've seen um, really significant appreciation in a short amount of time, and a lot of that has translated into people, um, you know, getting into loan programs that weren't appropriate to them. Um, and then when the cycle goes the other way, they can't afford their payments. So really what I'm seeing is we're now in more of a sustainable period of time. Now, for example, um, if we look back, um, you know, when I started in real estate um, in 1990, slash 91, uh, those first four years, five years, I had a great, I think it was 89 my first year, then 1990, someone rang a bell and the market slowed for the next five years. That's right around the time I got into lending. Yes, I remember that time. <laughs> yes. And then um, then we sort of started to recover in the late 90s. Um, we had a lot of foreclosures back then. People forget we had an era of foreclosures back in that era. Uh, the market just, people started to see value and buyers stepped back in. And we had steady appreciation, strong appreciation through the early 2000s. Then we had the dot-com bust and we had another phase of, of downturn. Um, then within a few years started to recover, which came to our 2005-2007 height. Um, you know, thereafter we had the Wall Street crash and, and the problems um, financially, globally, and in two years there was a 33% decline wow. uh, from uh, 2007 to 2009. In fact, um, the median price continued to the, the median price continued to um, lower. Number of sales went down right through 2012. Um, and at that point, uh, sales buyers came, started to jump into the market. And then between 2012 and 2014, we had a 48% in two years, a 48% appreciation in real estate values. So those types of things um, are not sustainable. So what I'm 
happy to see is that after 2014, the last five years, we've actually gone up 15% in the last immediate five years, averaging 3% a year. Last year, we actually went up 5%, but we're not seeing those huge jumps. Um, so what I, going forward, I'm hoping this will continue. And uh, are you kind of seeing the investors maybe not being as heavy in the market as they were when they when things started really appreciating quickly? Or, or are you still seeing investors kind of in the market and, and buying? Yes, yeah, so well, what we're seeing really is the longer term investors, you know, buying properties to be rental properties versus buying something in March and selling it in August. Or, you know, so, so the flippers are less prevalent. They're certainly out there. Um, but those promises of 25% return are just not there as much. Um, so we've got a nice, solid, very active, sustainable market right now. Very nice. What was, we during this time, um, there was the natural disasters that we had in Santa Barbara and Montecito uh, in late 2018 and 2000, early 2019. Did you see that impact the market as a little blip, or what, what did you see come out of that? Um, yes, really, it was only, well, carpentry a little bit, but really was Montecito was hit so um, strongly for that um, January 2018 event, the debris flow. Um, so what we saw, under, I mean, the market stopped for two or three months, but Ironically, when it first happened, we all thought, I thought, well, this is going to be two years. And boy, were we wrong because yeah. buyers started inquiring and looking at values, lots for sale within a few months. And we, 2018, end of 2018, we had many lots, debris flew lots where a house once stood selling. Um, and Today, for example, there's a new listing up in the Riven Rock area for 2.9 million. It's a house that was impacted. Uh, it's on 2.5 acres, 4,400 square feet with plans to rebuild. So those are selling. Yeah. Investors are looking at those. So really, we are the other side of the recovery curve for Montecito, which is so wonderful. And we've realized that Montecito has not lost its appeal. Yeah, it looks like they continue to update the debris flow maps and I know we have uh, have had several customers who were previously in you know the quote red zone that their houses are now out of that area so yes. I know it makes the bank feel more comfortable to know that there with the improvements in flood basins and flood control that it really is just going to make that area just a lot safer moving forward yes uh, so I think that hopefully will ease ease the minds of yeah I went to people. the um the update just uh, last last few weeks on the new maps and one of the people reporting there was commented that uh, as much as 80 percent uh, regrowth has occurred yeah. in the hills so that sustains the soils and so there's a lot of feeling of um, you know we're moving on from that the one remaining factor is in uh, fire insurance so that's something right. that buyers have to um, if they find a house they like, that needs to be the first phone call to their insurance broker to inquire about uh, what sort of rates they could expect, because they are higher than they were, uh, which we feel will 
over the next number of years, they will settle back down. But for now, that is something, um, along with your mortgage payment and taxes, that is a, uh, um, a cost that needs to be looked at. Yeah, we are recommending that as well to make sure that they can get insurance. You cannot get a loan on a property without right. insurance. So we we do um, recommend that they as well to search or search out the insurance because that's just another cost of owning and you just want to make sure that everyone understands yes, that cost of owning. Mm -hmm. It was good to see that California Fair Plan did up its limits and I think yes. that's also helping. Um, and there's private insurance to fill in the gaps. So we are seeing yes. that as well. There is one side note which is interesting. Um, uh, if, if you were looking to buy a condo or a PUD, which is um, look, looks like it lives like a single family home, but it's in, a, in a, a development, those associations have insurance in place. So if you're buying into those associations, you don't have the concern about securing uh, insurance. No insurance. So um, I think that's something that certainly entry-level buyers should def definitely take a look at that as an option because if they're getting high quotes for insurance, um, that's where you buy into the association where insurance is already in place. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. When do you, when is the best time to buy a home, your first home or a home or an investment property? Yes. Yeah, so well, I'm good, just going to use that. <laughs> when is the best time to plant a tree? <laughs> 30 years ago, or the second best time is today. <laughs> um, you know, I've said this um, over time, is that none of my clients over the 30 years has regretted buying that house on that day in Santa Barbara. Um, so, you know, if you buy today and the market goes down in two years and you have to sell, that's not fun. But real estate is a long-term investment. Um, so I say whatever the market, create your best buy, find a house you love and negotiate your best buy right there with that seller. Every seller has a different reason for selling. Sometimes um, it's a job transfer, it's someone's passed away. So there, there are opportunities everywhere. So work with your realtor and um, you know find those opportunities and you'll you'll be glad you did five years from now, 10 years from now. Good advice. And I think that's, we also too recommend that to our clients. And we recommend that they, you know, it's a long-term investment. It's where you live, especially if you're buying it for your home. It's where you live. It's not, it shouldn't be looked at as, you know, as an initial asset. You know, it should be looked at, this is where we get to live and where we get to raise a family or where we get to enjoy our life in Santa Barbara. So it, it's all um, makes yes. it. And that impactful. sort of, yes, that ties into what I was saying earlier about the sustainable appreciation rates. It's kind of taken the edge off um, the regular family buying a home, that sort of frenzy of what's my house worth? Is it worth, am I getting the best buy? Is it going to be worth more in two years? It's kind of, it's kind of backpedaled from that to back to focusing, this is a home we will live in. This is our 10, 20 year plan and, and, and less well, if you fix it up, we could sell it. That that sort of mentality, which I think is is positive for the community. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yes, it, and it continues so, with the pride of ownership, and it it just yeah. it makes all, all neighborhoods better. Yes, if you're in that type of environment. And of course, goes without saying the lifestyle that we enjoy here. Um, you know, we have the mountains and the ocean, so we'll never be Orange County. We're not going to spread for miles in every direction. 
Um, there are very few vacant lots available to build. So, um, you know, in terms of supply and demand, as supply is always limited, you know, I'll joke to uh, new buyers, you know, well, I heard inventory's rising. Maybe, maybe it's going up a little, but if I have a buyer for a certain school district and they want single level, I might have six to show them only. That's not a lot. Yes, yeah. yes. So uh, we're always looking for new inventory uh, because the demand is there for sure. What do you see as um, barriers to entry to, into the Santa Barbara market? What What do you feel are the makes that makes it hard to to be here? Yes. Or live here? Well, I th I think primarily we're a, we're a sort of a um, a high cost community. You know, you compare to other communities in California and across the country. You might compare to La Jolla and Carmel, and certainly, um, so our entry level pricing can be difficult for some. So I would encourage people to speak to yourself, Laurie, you mm -hmm. know, and, and look at, I know the loan programs have really eased up from eight, 10 years ago. Um, and there are low down options, mm -hmm. obviously credit score is important and those types of things. Um, so that where you think it might be impossible, you know, speak, call your lender, call, call Laurie and she'll have some ideas for you. There's definitely a lot of new programs and there's programs that come out fairly regularly to entice people or to get people in the market and I always, it, when we work with people and I'm sure on the lending side, which I'm sure is similar to you, it's it's a long it's a long process. It's getting people ready and, and making sure that they're ready for that purchase uh, that they've saved or have their down payment um, figured out, that they've been in their, you know, their work situation is level, that, it, that they're ready so that when they, we want the loan process to be mm -hmm easy and not to be the stress of the purchase. So we, we try to make, try to pr get our buyers prepared for for you so that they yes. can just focus on making sure that the inspections are okay and that, it, it, that and it's such a scary big thing. It's the biggest purchase these most people will make. Yes. So we just want to make sure that they feel comfortable with and the do programs. That early. They, do and that do early. that early. You know, if you're on a, <laughs> a two-year, one to two-year plan to, to buy your own home, get that information up front and uh, make your plan. Um, um, so I'm just thinking of another, um, uh, about buying real estate on the South Coast. There was a study done, I don't know if it was national, probably national, they did a study of um, the net worth of people who rented most of their lives and people who owned real estate. And it, the people who owned real estate over time, by, when the, by the time they reached retirement, had a 40 times net worth than those who had rented yeah. their whole life. And that, you know, a lot of that is the benefit of appreciation, um, the leverage, you know, you put certain percent down, and then if the property appreciates, you're making that profit on the, on the lenders. Right, and also to your paying down your loan, so yes. it's a combination of appreciation and also paying down your loan, which, right. um, which is is pretty nice for people. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's also where we talk about when is a good time to buy. We talked a little bit about that earlier, and you know, and when you said now, it, that's it. it re one of the main reasons is the interest rates are so low again. Uh, we had yes. anticipated them, and they did. They rose a little bit at the beginning of the year, and. Now they, Fed, the Federal Reserve keeps dropping rates, so rates are 
just super attractive again, and we're in, again, a low-rate environment, which makes the cost of buying that much less expensive. So. Yes, and, and can't emphasize enough how key that is to affordability. And it's one, as you know, Laurie, it's one of those, situ you know, we will look back on this time in, some in the future. We'll look back, oh my goodness, yeah. remember when rates were 3.2, right. you know, and so on. So um, that is that is something We've that's... We've benefited from this yes. low-rate environment for the past seven years. I mean, it's been actually really uh, a prolonged low-rate environment. So we have fortunately been able to see people. So now it's funny if you quote a rate that's at 4%, someone will say, well, you know, I was hoping to get 3%. Yes, <laughs> and, I, yes. and I remember when you and I both probably started in this business, um, rates were at 18%, 19%. You know, you couldn't get an adjustable for less than 12%. Yes. So well, that was a little bit before my time. But I remember that in the <laughs> late 80s when I first started. But I think they were probably, yes, they were definitely 8 yeah. to 10%. Um, and that can translate in many hundreds of dollars per month. Yeah. In, your, in your outgoing. Um, and then just a follow-up point on owning real estate. I've got some very dear clients. They're retired. Um, they're, they're renting. They've been in a rental property for a few years. And we've been looking. They, they've got certain specific requirements, so it's hard to find the right fit for them. Um, but they live every day concerned that their landlord is going to call them and put the rent up or the landlord... You know, they'd love to plant flowers, and it's like a treading water phase for them, which is something that when you're in, you're renting a property, you could be there 10 years and get a call, oh, my daughter's moving to town. So it's it, it really is something that um, you're at the mercy of someone else's um, life choices, and you're also paying down your landlord's mortgage, if you think of it that way. So really do speak to a lender. See if there's a way you can work towards, um, you know, certainly like in, in Goleta, uh, an entry level condo in Goleta, you can get something in the threes. Uh, same as Carpentaria, mm -hmm. entry level uh, condo, mm -hmm. two bed, one bath, small, mm -hmm. but get, get your foot on that property ladder. Um, so those are, and you might, with rents as high as they are, when you, yeah. when you look at the, uh, the difference between a mortgage payment, which is deductible, you deduct the interest of your income taxes, you might be very, very surprised at how much it could make sense for you. Did you notice with, speaking of mortgage interest deduction, with the tax law change last year, has that, have you seen that effect? Did that affect real estate at all? Right. You know, not as much as we thought it would. Mm -hmm. As far as the high end, you know, it's, it impacts the high end buyers because they can't, you know, it's not sky's the limit as far as writing off their property taxes and so mm -hmm. on. Um, we did really not see a drop off in activity. A lot of those purchases are cash, yeah. actually in the high end. So. Um, that's one thing, but it seemed as if um, did not really have an impact. Having said that, the high end, um, there are some values. If you're in that price range, there are some values there. You know, things we've seen things that previously had sold for 25 million, reselling for 17 or 15. You know, so there is that's that's certainly a price range where prices have uh, are softer. But buyers are stepping up, so it's it's an active, but it's um, you know, uh, 
price point where you could get a value if that's what you're looking. <laughs> uh, well, that is fun though, isn't it? Going out in, on Caravan yes. and seeing all those just amazing properties and being able to um, just see what $15 million in Santa Barbara buys you. It's fun. <laughs> you go out on a Sunday. It's very, it's fun. So um, should I touch on the medium price? Yeah, let's uh, talk about prices. prices. Let's talk about yeah. prices in Santa Barbara. Um, so we talked about the sustainability has gone up 15% in five years. The last year went up 5%, but it's still not um, the high appreciation that really added such a lot of volatility to the real estate market year over year. Um, so currently the median price is a million two hundred and eighty-eight thousand. So a million two eighty-eight. So that is for single family homes and PUDs, um, Carpentry to Galita, all price ranges. Um, so that uh, that's a very sort of steady, you know, we we've gone up um, let's see, we started in twenty fifteen at a million one fourteen thousand. Uh, now we're at a million two eighty-eight. So you can see this is just a nice steady climb in appreciation. So I, with the interest rates, I just see that continuing moving forward. Um, now, if we go to months of inventory, um, as as someone who loves statistics, which I I report for the news press and I track them for my company, Village Properties. Um, to me, the months of inventory really really is the most important is the most uh, useful stat in um, identifying what's happening right now. Because in months of inventory, what we do, we take the active listings, how many homes are not in escrow available to be purchased today. And then you take how many homes went into escrow the last immediate 30 days. And you, may, you just divide one mm -hmm. by the other. Mm -hmm. So the concept is, if there were no new listings, how would it, long would it take to sell everything? Mm -hmm. And uh, right now on the south coast, Carpentria de Galita, we have 3.6 months of inventory. Wow, that is low. So that is, it, it's not the ultimate seller's market. That is a strong market. You know, under three months is a seller's market. Three to six months is more of a balanced market. So you can see that we are, there's activity out there. You know, there's a, um, we, we're still seeing multiple offers, you know, we, between 30 and 50% of the sales can be multiple offers in any one given week. Um, so that, um, that just kind of speaks to where we are. You know, I don't, just don't see that changing. And um, if we look at the different neighborhoods, if you wanna look at the neighborhoods, Montecito has 5.7 months of inventory. Again, that's more of a balanced market. But if you consider Montecito has a high percentage of high price homes, mm -hmm. again, that's a very active market. If you were to look, say, under 3 million in Montecito, we'd probably be looking at 3.4, 3.5 months of inventory. Um, Hope Ranch is an interesting community because um, their market, there are, I think, 670 homes only in Hope Ranch and we see an average of three sales a month. So it's hard to run their stat mm -hmm. and have it mean anything, but they're running at 3.1 median sales price, uh, but it shows 11 months of inventory, but it, it's an active market. There's just, the sample size is um, smaller. We did see a, quite an uptick last year, 2018, because some Montecito buyers did elect to move to Hope Ranch. Mm -hmm. 
during that time who are looking and uh, some of those have sold and gone back to Montecito, actually, as it turned out. Um, now, Galita, their median price is up almost 6% over a year ago, um, which is good, steady growth and 2.2 months of inventory. Wow, that's low. So that's, that's an active first time. That's very that active, yeah. So that's, you know, for eight and a quarter, you can get a move-in, maybe not totally redone house. Uh, in the low eights, you can get um, a decent house and a good school district. If you move into the nines, you can get something that's remodeled. If you move over a million, you can get something that's larger, larger parcel of land, for example. But be prepared to be competing. You know, that's work with your realtor because you're probably going to be um, competing with three or four or five other buyers on a new listing if it's priced well in a good neighborhood. So um, the under a million is definitely the most competitive market. And yes. then how's the one to two million? Right. It can mm -hmm. also be competitive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We've just, you know, going back 10, 15, 20 years, under a million was sort of a price, you know, sort of a, a cutoff, and the one to two was much slower. You know, prices have gone up, so that one to two range um, is, it's all to do with pricing. It mm -hmm. all comes down to price. Mm -hmm. um, but in the, the one to two million, you can get like a lower Riviera home with a pretty decent ocean view for around one five, one four. Um, again, it may not be 3,000 square, square feet, it might be 1,700 <laughs> square feet, but if your dream is to have an ocean view, um, you could get something under 1.5. All right, um, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> what's the future, uh, what, do, what do you see, what's happening with Santa Barbara real estate in the future? What, yes. Obviously we have low inventory now, but what, what, do, what do you right. see in the future? Um, I, as I said before, I just don't see, um, you know, will we have slow, downturns again, yes. There, there are certainly events uh, separate from the real estate market mm -hmm. that, that can impact um, market activity. Uh, but throughout any market, there will always be activity. There'll be someone passed away, the, the heirs are selling, uh, maybe a, a divorce situation. So there'll always be reasons for sellers needing to sell. Um, now. This has been said before, like when when Los Angeles catches the flu, real estate-wise, we catch a cold mm -hmm. because we seem to be, again, we're such a boutique community. Our inventory is always limited. Um, we seem to be the last to have a downturn and the first to recover. Um, so it doesn't take much for the buyers to flood back in um, and look for some bargains after a downturn. S but I guess, Looking back historically, where prices have gone, you know, throughout our slower times, the down today is higher than the down of 10 years ago, is higher than the down of 20 years ago. Right. So the natural cycle of things, you will, you will see that, and that circles back to the real estate being a long-term investment um, and will, will benefit you down the road Certainly, if you're planning for retirement or whatever your your plans are. Great. Well, thank you, Jackie. That was a really good insight into what we have seen in the past, 
what we see presently and where we see the future of Santa Barbara and South Coast real estate. Thanks for taking the time out of your day. I know it's busy right now, um, especially as we're heading into the holiday season yes. and people wanting to close their homes by the end of the year. Yes, we do see a little bit of that, but <laughs> we often see homes selling on Christmas Eve too right. in Santa Barbara, so <laughs> <we'd>, <laughs> the buyers are out there. Great. Well, thanks again. Thank you.